Growing Up in the Order, Amy Shaluli Dominguez, SRC. Amy, who are you talking to? My mom asked. I am talking to God, was my firm, serious, four-year-old Rosicrucian answer. As I contemplate the life of the baby that I will soon be giving birth to, I cannot help but think how blessed my own life has been and how being born into a Rosicrucian family has shaped my thoughts, words, and actions. For as long as I can remember, members have asked me what it has been like growing up in the Rosicrucian order and how it has impacted me. This is almost impossible to answer since the Rosicrucian life has always been present and it is hard to know for sure how something has impacted you when it has always been there. I can, though, share my story and some of my experiences. Before I was born, my parents practiced the exercises and meditations for expectant parents in the Child Culture Series teachings. They named me after the Rosicrucian vowel sound AIM, pronounced AIM, and ensured that I had my appellation, baby naming ceremony, in the Aquarian Peace Lodge Temple, then known as the Aquarian Lodge, where I happily ate the rose petals that were sprinkled on me and started my journey on the Rosicrucian path. Both my older sister and I participated in the Junior Order. We did experiments, camps, classes, Junior Order convocations, lessons, and more. We received our Junior Order monographs and read them religiously, taking each experiment to serious levels in our little minds. By age five, I was very mystically inclined, often wandering off into nature, talking to plants, bugs, and the moon. It was during one of these sojourns that I gave that opening remark to my mom. It seemed very natural for me to converse with nature and with the God of my heart. We frequently traveled to various Rosicrucian activities in Florida and elsewhere. I especially looked up to the Colombs in Miami Lodge, who took me under their wings when I was too young to be a Colombe. Thus, my sister and I, at very young ages, were often exposed not only to the teachings, but also to our Rosicrucian family, who seemed to be everywhere we went. At most of the conventions and events we attended, thanks in large part to the perseverance of my mom, there were junior order activities where we created dramas and performed them for the members. At others, we were taught to sit quietly with my parents as we sat in a lecture hall with all the other members. Now, looking back, I am surprised at how interested I was at such an early age and how I naturally lost the temptation to fidget. I recall loving those lectures and meeting with the members. Looking back, it is amazing to me how I had the rare experience of being able to grow up in the presence of great and beautiful Rosicrucians, such as Dr. Lonnie Edwards, Edward Lee, Arthur Piepenbrink, Dr. Albert Doss, June and Burnham Shaw, Hank and Sherry Bursak, Francesca Carrasco, a Colombo advisor in San Jose, among many others. 
My favorite place was and still is Rosicrucian Park in San Jose. Traveling to San Jose was a great adventure. We would stay with Pachita, another former Cologne advisor, whose real name was Elena Martinez, who lived two blocks from the park. She would always get a visit from Juan, who had been the assistant museum curator for many years. We called him Juanito. When we would go to Juanito's house, he would allow us to play H. Spencer Lewis's piano, which had been entrusted to Juanito's care during his lifetime. We still have pictures of my sister and me sitting at this historic instrument. Juanito also had us sign his guest book. That guest book was filled with the signatures of so many prominent Rosicrucians who had come to visit including our late imperator, Ralph M. Lewis. It was a natural, fraternal, and comforting feeling to grow up in this environment, surrounded by so many people who shared a common purpose of making the world a better place. Another vivid recollection of the park was visiting the planetarium and being fascinated by the planets and the giant pendulum that was there. I loved visiting the gift shop and still have many of the books that were purchased for me there. I plan to pass them on to my children. Looking back, it is apparent now how many of us underestimate what the young mind is capable of, and we fail to realize the extent of what junior order students and colomes learn. I was given very mystical and often difficult concepts to learn and study at a very young age. Just like the regular monographs, the Junior Order monographs structured the lessons in easy-to-understand ways for children by putting very deep lessons into children's story language. Each lesson came with practical applications and experiments as well. Once I became a Cologne, I had the privilege of reading my parents' monographs as well as the Junior Order ones. I believe that growing up in the Order has truly shaped who I am today. I cannot pinpoint which experiences impacted me most, but I can say that the most special to me were the years I served as Cologne. When I was eight, or maybe sooner, I began my training as Cologne. My sister was in training, and so I paid close attention and was eager to become a Cologne as well. Apparently, I could talk one's ear off about becoming a Cologne, and I once caused an entire convention to change their schedule of events so that I could serve, because I cried when I found out I wasn't going to be able to. I recall that at first, I struggled to sit completely still as a Cologne was instructed to. However, I quickly picked up the skills of calming my mind and body. Being a Cologne was not something simple, as many people seem to think. It requires dedication, an understanding of various principles, and a deep connection with oneself and others. Cologne training is very disciplined and often strenuous, but it truly pays off in the end. A Cologne has several obligations the most important and well-known duty being to keep the flame within the sacred temple ever burning. Not only is it her charge to keep these fires aglow in the temple, 
She is also to kindle love and virtue in the hearts of the members. She not only symbolizes light, life, love, and the conscience of every frater and soror, she also represents all that is truly Rosicrucian. Her tasks are quiet, sweet, and firm. She is taught that her actions, both inside and outside the temple, are being keenly observed, and she is asked to be an example for the members around her. A cologne is also taught that she should carry her duties through to her everyday life, radiating the light of her office to all she comes in contact with. It was during my time as Cologne that I truly learned the importance of service, grace, gratitude, and humility. I gained a great deal of insight and often noticed a difference between myself and other children around me, especially in the high school years. I became involved in the Imagine Amork events as I neared the end of my term as Cologne at age 18. Through that involvement came the beginnings of what is now the annual Cologne Convention, and I soon was honored with the role of Cologne Advisor for the jurisdiction one that I still hold and treasure today. My life has been beautifully immersed in Amwork, and I am blessed in so many ways. Most recently, I met my husband, Ranxis, who, like me, had the Child Culture Series exercises performed for him, had an Appalachian ceremony, went through the Junior Order, and grew up with the Amwork teachings. We met at the Aquarium Peace Lodge and instantly felt a deep connection. Now, nearly four years after our marriage, we are expecting a son of our own, and we can only hope that he will enjoy all the blessings and privileges that we both had growing up in the Order. I highly recommend anyone who is expecting a child to reach out to the Grand Lodge for the Child Culture Series lessons to use during your pregnancy and afterwards. It is truly a beautiful way to connect with your child. Another aspect of being in the Order that I find truly wonderful is the fact that you feel like you have family no matter where you go. I was fortunate to be able to travel with my family, often for business, to various places around the world. We would seek out Rosicrucians wherever we went and often were welcomed at local affiliated bodies by members who were excited to host us. We also had the opportunity to join several Rosicrucian tours and trips. I must say, these are the best trips anyone can take. I highly recommend touring with Amwork. We met amazing members had special access to places no other group has, and experienced the various countries on a beautiful and spiritual level. The connections you make with the other members is one that stays with you for a lifetime. And the connections made within ensure that if someone were to ask me who I talk to when I am alone and attuned, my answer remains the same as it was when I was four years old. I am talking to God. The Divine. Postscript. Amy recently gave birth to a beautiful, healthy baby boy. Quinton, 
named after the quintessence. She reports having had a fast and smooth all-natural delivery. Amy attributes this to her preparation, including the child culture series and breathing meditations, bowel sounds, and meditative centering calming strategies that she learned in the order, especially the overall exercise, which greatly helped during contractions. She also had three very supportive Rosicrucians with her in the delivery room. Her husband, Ranksis, her mom, Marie, and her dear friend, Soror Divine Ipepke, RN. Dad, Michael, was nearby sending metaphysical support. Congratulations to all, and welcome, Quentin.